Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word, your daily podcast for inspirational scriptures for your time of prayer and meditation. We're concluding Proverbs chapter 14, verses 30 through 35, reading from the New English Translation, which reads, A tranquil spirit revives the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. The one who oppresses the poor insults his creator, but whoever shows favor to the needy honors him. The wicked will be thrown down in his trouble, but the righteous have refuge even in the threat of death. Wisdom rests in the heart of the discerning. It is known even in the heart of fools. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. The king shows favor to a wise servant, but his wrath falls on one who acts shamefully. Again, this is Proverbs 14, verses 30 through 35 in the New English Translation. And our title, The Contrast Between Wisdom and Folly. I'll be back to share our thoughts for meditation. This is Hope Scott. I'm your host for Five Minutes in the Word. Thank you for listening to my daily podcast. You can continue to listen on anchor.fm, but if you subscribe to my podcast, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, or any other major listening platform, you'll always know when a new episode is available. Thank you. Okay, again, we're finishing up Proverbs chapter 14, verses 30 through 35, looking at it from the New English. English translation. In this section, Solomon talks about the tranquil, that gentle, quiet spirit, and that it revives the body. Those who are not always uh, in a tizzy, always spinning and turning and, you know, fretting, that's not tranquility. That's not a tranquil spirit. And that um, the doctors find that this kind of stuff messes with your body. It messes with your health. When you're always on, it's like you're always on alert, looking for something bad to happen. The, uh, Solomon spoke of the heart as representative of our innermost being. So when our heart is sound, then all of it, it brings health and life to our whole body. When our spirit is sound, that tranquil spirit, it brings health to the whole body. And then he said, enviness is rightness to the bone. And because that's because envy, envy corrupts us from the inside and can poison many uh, otherwise good things. And think about people who hold on to grudges and grief, how miserable they always seem. We don't want to be around the, that kind of person at all, especially those who's always complaining, always has something to, um, that they're angry about. This proverb teaches us that to nurse a resentment is bad for the body as well as the soul. And Solomon wasn't a doctor. He was a king, but he was a wise man. 
And then he again speaks about oppressing poor people. He said to oppress a poor, and this is the commentary, to oppress and despise the poor is to despise his maker. And his maker is God, the one in whose image uh, all humanity was made. And we show honor to God when we have mercy on the needy. Our love for God is reflected in our mercy of uh, people who are in need. A cold, mean heart towards the poor shows a lack of honor towards God. And it gave the uh, little historical context that this in the Near Eastern ancient tradition served as a ruling, a warning to rulers not to trample over, uh, over the rights of the poor. And again, Solomon probably saw generosity from his father. So he understood what that was about. And then I thought about when we're looking down at someone else, except for the grace of God, there go I. And that's just an old saying that people would say. Verses 32 and 33 I put together. When bad men do uh, wrong things, they destroy themselves. But good men have hope even, even in death. Wise people think wise thoughts. But fools show everyone that they know nothing about wise thoughts. And I read that from the Easy English Translation. And simply put, what we are is eventually evident in what we do. A bad man does wrong things and destroys themselves. The fool shows everyone who he is by uh, by their thought, by um, show everyone that they know nothing. Sorry for stammering. And the uh, good person shows again what by what they do that they trust God. In the last two verses I put together, a country becomes great when it does great things, but sin makes its people ashamed. A wise servant gives the king pleasure, but the king is angry with the servant who causes shame. And this is from the easy translation also. When a people reject righteousness and choose sin, it will bring reproach and insult upon them. A country that does great things, that's considered great, will do what is righteous and not choose sin because it is a, a reproach to God. We never gain through our rejection of God or our embrace of sin as a people of God. If my people who are called by my name, that's what the word says, we have to humble ourselves, pray, turn from our wicked ways, and seek Him. And then the second part, I, I couldn't help but smile because we just went through a week of listening to the pros and cons of the monarchy and um, the revelation from uh, the Prince and Duchess. And so I'm sure everyone's been following this. But Princess, uh, Duchess Meghan and Prince Harry. And uh, it says, having the, having, uh, oh, the king. Kings don't like shame. And we saw that. We saw that with the British monarchy. Just recently, we became aware that their power and presence rest upon the image of success and majesty. To cause shame did garner the wrath of the of the monarchy 
but also from people all over the place were complaining about the um, the interview. And let's pray. Father, again, we thank you for Solomon. We thank you for your word. We thank you, God, as we learn, as you show us and teach us what you expect from us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.